So, the metaphor I'd like to use for this next section is that you guys are going down the rapids in a, in a whitewater rapids in a raft. And you're the guide, okay? And you're kind of calling out signals to people inside to row a little faster, do this, do that, okay? Treatment, there's going to be various factors that affect treatment outcome. The first thing that's going to affect treatment outcome is the tissue involved. And I, for the purpose of our discussion, I'm describing it as two separate tissues. And I'm calling it responsive tissue and non-responsive tissue. We have a chance for a good outcome if the tissue that's involved is responsive tissue. What is responsive tissue? What responds to our work? I know, but let, give me a specific. Muscles. Muscles. Ligaments. What are non-responsive tissue? Stuff that you can't rub it away. Bone. Bone. If the bone is broke, you can't go rub it, rub it back together. Okay, good. What else? Let's give that a, a name of type of tissue. What type of tissue is that? Cartilage. Cartilage. If you tear cartilage, you can't rub it back. Okay. What else? What else? Huh? Connective tissue is bone, tendons. It's all. It's all the above. So what else? An organ. Okay. If you have an organ pain, yeah, you can't rub that away. Go ahead. If it's a medical, yes, yeah, a medical problem. Like, let's say cancer. Because uh, cancer can refer pain. That's a, that'd be a non-responsive tissue. Good. Good. What else? A disc. A disc would be a, would be a, a tissue. It's in the cartilage family. What else? Bursa. Bursa. Okay. So the point is, there's there's tissue that's responsive, and there's tissue that's non-responsive. The problem is when we start undertake a treatment program, we often don't know what it is because they can, they can they can present very similarly. And so often, the way I often approach this, unless it's really clear cut one way or the other, is I, I undertake treatment and then I, I, I give it three sessions and see where we are with it, see if it's going the, the right direction. Because if it is tissue that has the potential to respond to our treatment, muscle tendons, ligaments, and we're on the right tissue, my experience is that we're going to start to see some improvement right away. Okay? So. That's the first thing that can impact our treatment outcome, is the type of tissue that's been injured. It, and it's not always apparent early on what tissue it is. Okay? You can do your best to try to figure it out. But even if I determine, and, and let's say somebody comes in with a disc problem, so that, that would be a non-responsive tissue, right? I will almost always undertake that treatment with the idea that we might we might be able to impact things, not because I'm going to rub the, the disc back into shape or anything, but because I'm going to be addressing the associated tissue that might have been impacted by that disc problem and then give the, the body a chance to heal that disc on its own. So you think about what's doing the healing or who's doing the healing. If, a, if somebody breaks a leg, goes to the doctor, they put a cast on it, six weeks later they go in and get the cast take, taken off, the, the person stands up and goes, wow, no pain, I'm back. I'm ready to go. Did the doctor heal the tissue? No. They provided an environment where healing could take place, but the body healed it. If a doctor sews up a cut, and then a week or two or three later, everything's healed, did the doctor heal it? Well, he, he or she facilitated healing, but the body is, the, is what actually knitted everything back together and, and healed, right? So healing is going on with us at all times, and that's going to be one that we're going to talk about in just a second. 
So um, now let's talk about let's let's talk about another factor in treatment outcomes. Is it a structural problem or is it a functional problem? Now, don't when I say structural, I don't mean the person's like this the way and we're going to work at changing your structure and getting you like this. I'm talking about an actual disc herniation, a torn tissue, a torn labrum. I'm talking about something that, that you can see on MRI or some other imaging technique or the doctor can assess a broken bone as a structural problem. We don't generally as myofascial workers don't impact very much structural problems. And I'm not talking about this kind of structure. I'm talking about damp, true damp. We are better at dealing with functional problems. Functional problems, meaning it doesn't work right. It's not working right. So that so 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 again we're talking treatment outcomes. What type of tissue is involved, that's going to determine the treatment outcome. We have to try and do our best to figure that out over time. Is it a structural or a functional problem? We're going to do much better with functional issues versus structural issues, which is, here's, the, here's why I make that second distinction on structural versus functional. You can have a tissue that would normally respond to myofascial work, a tendon. But if that tendon is torn significantly, that's a structural deficit in that tendon. And if it's torn too much, you're not going to, it might need to be sewn back together. It might be completely torn. So it's, a, it's a, normally a tissue that would respond, but it's got a structural issue that doesn't allow us to do our work. What about like a muscle strain or even like a little micro tear? It's a matter of muscle? degree. So, it's, so if, it's, if, it's a, um, uh, if it's a minor, if it's in within reason, we can work, we can, we can help it. If it's too far gone, it might, it might, all the rubbing may not work and it may, need, may need to let it heal for a while and then go in and work and try to manage the scar, the scar side of that. What tissue is involved, it's going to depend on the treatment outcome, it's going to affect the treatment outcome. Is a structural or functional problem, okay, it's going to affect the treatment outcome. Okay, if it is a responsive tissue that, that should be responding to our, kind, our type of work, the treatment outcomes are going, to, are going to depend on, are we working on the right kind of tissue? I'm sorry, are we working on the right tissue? might be a tendon, but we're on the wrong tendon. So are we on the right muscle? It might be a muscle problem, but maybe we're working on the psoas and maybe it's a QL. Or maybe we're working on the QL and psoas and it's hamstrings that are, that are off. So are we working on the right tissue with the right treatment? And I'm talking about depth, location, and style. Are we, so, so that's going to affect treatment outcome. Are you on the right tissue? Are you doing, it, are you doing the right treatment itself? Are they getting the right number of treatments? We might be on the right tissue, giving the right pressure, everything's right. But we, if we do it once every two months, we don't, get the, we don't get the result. That affects treatment outcomes. So we need to be on the right tissue, giving the right treatment, with the right numbers of treatment, of tre with the right treatment plan, you might say. And then, and, which is, the, um, okay, so that, which treatment plan involves numbers of treatments and the frequency between the treatments. The nature of the injury will affect the treatment outcome. Meaning, you have we can, two broad categories, more serious and less serious. Again, and that's kind of saying what we've already said, but the nature of the injury will, will, will affect the treatment outcome. Was it, was, it a, was it a minor thing or was it something more serious where there's more tissue damage? The time since the injury if it's been a long time since the injury and they still have this problem, that would bode less, 
the treatment outcome might be less optimal than if it had been a shorter time. Yeah, like the window. But, but it, again, with shorter time, we have to take into consideration this issue of, of very acute, which we'll get to later. But just in general, the longer somebody's have a, had a problem, the more challenging it can be to resolve that problem. Why is that? Why is that? I didn't even notice that was strange. <laughs> Patterns of folding have been there for such a long time that yeah. that's how the bodies the bodies the body's motor pattern is more is more solid, is more ingrained. And it may take more to unwind that pattern the longer it's been there. So so length of time will be a factor. Now, the next one that affects treatment outcome is healing capacity of the body. Some bodies just have a, 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 a more resilient nature to them, or, or they have, they're, they're more, thank you, yeah, they're resilient. more responsive to healing. They're, they're, the, the healing capacity is greater in, from one person to the next, which is a, a factor of many things. Some of them could be the general health of the client and the age of the client. The younger the person is, the, the more the body can, uh, the more the body repairs and heals. The older somebody is, generally the less the healing capacity, just in general. So remember, even if it's a structural issue, something is damaged, you may be able to undertake treatment, example of a disc problem, put them in a specific treat treatment, and you might be able to get good results. If you undertook treatment for what most would consider a non-responsive condition like a disc problem, and then you, and the client improved, it just means that you've been able to unwind everything around, around it. Let's talk about how, how things often go with treatment, okay? Okay, so what I'm trying to do here, once you guys undertake treatment, remember, you've, you've gotten clarity on what the session's about, they said, yes, I wanna fix this, you went and looked for the problem, found it, told the client you found it, now, you got to the end of it, you set up a treatment program. Now they're coming back for multiple treatments. That's where we are with this. And it turns out that this part of it is the more challenging part. And I'll just say, I'll just keep saying it. This is the challenging part. It's not setting up the treatment. That's the easy part, actually. It's managing the treatment process that becomes very tricky because there's so many variables. And that's what I was going over up to this point. All the different things that have come into play. You started with the guy comes in with a shoulder problem. You find supraspinatus, you find infraspinatus, you find pec minor and pec major, and you work all those, and, and, and you're going along. There's a tendency to think that it looks like this. And every now and then you might have that happen. But more often, this is what you get. I'm being a little silly, it's but that's the basic idea. What's that? It's more squirrely this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of, that's kind of what you're dealing with. So if you'll notice, they were better here, and even though time has gone on, then they were here. That's discouraging for people. What you want to avoid being is the guide in the raft that when you look back, and it gets a little hairy, you look back at the guide, and the guide's freaking out. Ah! All of a sudden, now you're going to freak out. If the guide's calm, says, no, I want you to pedal a little bit more on this side. We'll, we'll be fine. A little bit more over here. Yeah, now steer us over to the right a little bit. Over to the left, because we want to avoid this big rock that's down there. You've got confidence. They're guiding you. But if they're freaking out in the back, you might just decide to bail out. <laughs> okay? 
So you want to avoid freaking out when these things happen. You want to be the calm influence on this. You want to be the surety. See, guys, let's go back to the guy. Empathy, authority, confidence, confidence and courage. One way we could talk about this whole thing is that you have two jobs. Gain confidence. Gain confidence through your experience, your knowledge, everything. And then your second job is to transfer confidence to the client. Two things you need to do. Gain confidence and transfer confidence to your client. That's what you're trying to do, is transfer confidence. Let's get this done. Think about this, guys. We're talking about problems that somebody has had for weeks, months, and years. If it was easy, if it was going to get better on its own, it would have already happened. We're trying to facilitate the healing of tissues and problems that have been resistant up to this point. If you guys get good at this stuff, this is what you'll hear. You've probably already heard it. I have been to multiple practitioners, chiropractor, medical doctor, physical therapist, Pull up the sauce that you're the only one that's going to really help you. You will, you will hear that. You've all heard it before, right? You'll hear it. You'll, if you get better and better at this material, you get better and better at gaining confidence and transferring confidence, you will hear it more and more and more. I'm, I'm slightly going on a bit of a tangent. But if we went back to that, my, my, my thing with the treatments here, it's partially a self-fulfilling prophecy if you can gain the confidence. Partially a self-fulfilling problem. What I mean by that is that if you can get somebody to start to get into this, this area of treatment, numbers, you're going to start having better results than if you didn't, than if you could only manage to get a treatment or two out of people. See? So the more confidence you can engender, the more clear picture you can paint for people, the more you can transfer your confidence to the client, all of a sudden. You're doing the same thing as other people, but you're getting better results because you're getting more, more treatments closer together and there's more of a chance for success. Think, of, just, think about two different practitioners, two different massage therapists, equal skilled, equally skilled. They both have the same exact skill set. One of them is able to get five or six treatments out of a client because of, their, because of how they project their confidence. The other, yeah, come in when you can, come in when you can. You know, if you come back in a month or two, we'll try another treatment. They're not gonna have the same results, even though they have the same exact skill set. Because they haven't painted the right picture. In, 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 in a way, they haven't set expectations properly about what it's going to take. They really haven't told the truth, if you think about it. The person that doesn't tell the truth they're, 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 not, they're not telling the truth. They're not telling what the reality is about what it takes to treat, to, to correct problems. That, that's just that. And, it's, and it's because of who knows what. Who knows what? I mean, it could be a, a lack of confidence. It could be a lack of empathy. It could be a lack of, of courage to, to do it. Feeling of, of, of fear of rejection. Who knows what it is? All of the above, we don't know what they are. A lot of times they don't know what they are. I was actually kind of just thinking about how, like, when clients get on the table, though they don't sometimes want to necessarily hear it's going to take four or five treatments. Uh, they know they need it, uh, and then like I was thinking about like, people who were like, "Well, you know, I don't want to do this. I'll just go to the doctor and I'll take I'll take pills." 
it's kind of the same comparison. Like you can't just take one pill and it's going to fix it. Like that's still a course of treatment. You're still going to have to take a pill a day for a week, or you know, like nothing. Nothing really just fixes anything immediately. No, but we're an instant gratification society, and that's what we're at. Yeah, that's what, what they want. They want to see. Yeah, for sure. You know, that, that's that's interesting because I've never gotten into this conversation before, but it's it's worth having, and that is. There are people that want to be fixed in one treatment. There are people that just want to, well, they're willing to take medicine forever if that's what, if that's what the, fixes it. Fixes people, yeah, if that's what takes their pain away for, for even if it's temporarily. Yeah, there are people that don't think you can help them at all, okay, that what, what could massage do? This is a real, pro this is a real problem. Okay, here's the thing, here's what I'd like, here's what I would love for you, because guys, the thing that you don't appreciate is that I spent my life in the exact same position. Chiropractors are second-class citizens. They don't believe what you can do, blah, 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 blah. I was in the same position. It was a matter of degree, but the same. I dealt with the same thing. And here's how I dealt with it. I don't care about those people. I'm only looking for the ones who want my help. And what, what I'm concerned about, guys, with you, is not that you're not able to convince those people. That's, I, I don't care about that. What I'm concerned about is that the person who does want help and has come to you, and you don't give them the help. You don't make the treatment recommendation. That's what I'm concerned about. So focus your energies on that. That wants, that, that's what I'd love for you to focus on. Don't worry about those other people. Yes, that's, yes. Doctors deal with the same thing. These surgeons have people that don't believe in surgery, that don't want surgery, they're not going to have surgery, and they, they deal with pain their entire life, and they needed surgery. Okay, surgery, I, you guys, hopefully you get that I'm not against surgery, I'm not against medicine. Um, I, I do think you should try conservative things before you go to, to, to surgery. Why not, why not try something and see if it works before you move into the other thing? I, I think that, that makes sense. I'm not against surgery uh, at all, at all. I think we have to do what's appropriate. So. Yeah, but surgeons deal with that. People don't want, they don't want their treatments. Everybody has to deal with that. Okay, so here's one scenario. This is actually the easier scenario where it's gonna be up and down. You're just looking for, you're just looking for progress. Be thinking about, here's, here's how you can, here's how I will often judge this. In other words, I'm here today and the next treatment I'm down here. Here's how I judge that. Or maybe even worse, I'm here today, and then somehow I dip down here four or five treatments from now. Here's one thing you can do. Since we've started, Mr. Brown, tell me about the net improvement. Are you, are you better or the same since we started treatment four weeks ago, three weeks ago? If, if you are better, what percentage better are you, would you say? And then you hear if, if if it's if it's a reasonable percentage anywhere in the thirty to fifty percent range, you say, well, let's let, let's keep at this and we'll we'll keep we'll keep going. Remember, you're the guy at the back trying not to freak out in the back of the book. This is e the easiest of the scenarios. Okay, I'm going to paint another picture for you. This one that I'm going to paint for you right now is harder because there is improvement going on here. It's just it's just backsliding along the way. That that that, that can happen and, and will happen. This is the harder one. This is a scenario where you're going along, multiple treatments, maybe you're in the six or seven inch range, and every, it, it, here's what'll happen sometimes. How you do, how, how we, how we doing it? How, how you do since the last treatment? How are we going, how, how are we doing? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm better, I'm, 
better. How's it going? How's the pain doing? I'm better. They keep telling me they're better, mm -hmm. but you get the sense that they're really not better. So what I will do in a case like this is I'll say, okay, Sent, and you can be working on somebody while you're asking this question. At the beginning of a treatment, you can say, okay, well, as, as we get started here, I just want to ask you a couple of questions you've been working on. Since we started, tell me about the net improvement. Are you, are you net any better or are you about the same as you were? How much improvement have we net, net made here overall? And, and then sometimes I'll give them a, are you 10% better, 20, are you 50, 80? Tell me where we are here. If they imply that there's been really almost no net improvement, then you're at, you're at one of these crossroads. Tell me what one of the roads is. New, new treatment method, or a new approach. A new approach, thank you. A new, oops. There's actually three. <laughs> yes, referring them out. So yeah, maybe we need to set the treatments closer together. Um, maybe we could be working on different tissue. I need to do something different. Definitely insanity to keep doing the same thing and hope for a different result. If I keep doing what I've been doing, if I get to you know, 15 treatments, it's probably going to be that same thing. See, my experience is in the three to four range, we should be at the 50% improvement, and then another three or four, we should be notching that up. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't find that we go along to the 20th treatment and all of a sudden they're better. I don't see it working like that. Okay? That's not how it generally goes, in my experience. But when, when this happens, you have to, after you're in, the, you're in the fourth or fifth session, we're not, find out where the improve, not improvement are, and then we either have to refer you out. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. There was a third. Okay. In the case of this client has been everywhere. They've been five massage therapists, four chiropractors, three orthopedists, two pain management specialists, two physical therapists that came to you, and it's this up and down thing. At the sixth, fifth or sixth treatment, they say, well, there's not really been a lot of net improvement. Remember, these are, there's three ways you can go. Refer them out, but really there's nobody to refer them to. They've already been to everybody. You're the last, kind of the last stop. You can try a new approach, but maybe you've tried everything you know. What's the third middle ground? Oh, maybe they're in that like 90% or the 10% that we just can't, can't fix. fix. <laughs> well, yeah, I think by definition, I've described a situation that you can't fix, yes. But, but there's still a middle ground here. Let's just say it's Stephanie. Stephanie's been my patient. I've been working on her shoulder all, all day, all year. Stephanie, we've got we kind of come to a, a crossroads here, Stephanie. Um, you've been everywhere, so I, there's really nobody for me to send you to. Okay, I've really tried everything that I can do that I know to do. Okay, we've even tried sending you to some of our other practitioners. So it's kind of decision time, and and basically, what we can do, you, you have to decide, Stephanie, how effective this treatment is. There is, she's told me, there is a little bit of, you know, there's a, there is a little bit of bumps here. I'll leave it up to you. If you feel like the treatment, we're, we're really not going to fix the problem. We're, we're just kind of man, manage it and help give you a little bit of relief. And I, I'm just going to leave it up to you. You're the one that knows how much you're benefiting from this treatment. 
If you want to come in periodically, once every couple weeks, once every couple months, I'll just leave that up to you. I'm happy to work on you whenever you schedule, but you know, I just, I just kind of want you to make the decision because they're really probably, I don't think we're ultimately going to be successful and fix this and fix the problem. I think it's more of a managing this, this condition. So I'll just kind of leave it up to you whenever, you, however often you want to come in. So in other words, it's more of a management. This is, this would be management. Okay, we're just kind of managing the condition. It's palliative care, and I'm leaving it up to her to decide what she wants. It's kind of, I'm, not, I'm not recommending treatment necessarily, unless you think it's worth your time. I'll, I'll just leave it up to you, okay? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we have a lot of those kind of people here. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Okay, so if, if you have a lack of progress, it, it may be for a number of reasons. One is that it may not be a myofascial problem at all. Maybe it's a, it's a other, the other tissue. They may not have had enough treatment, meaning enough, uh, enough sessions close enough together. You may need to work on a different area, and you may need to work at a different, at a different depth. So just, let's just go back just for a second to, the, to a, a condition that um, you're not sure about. And maybe, maybe it's a condition somebody walks in and says, it's a, it's a disc problem. A doctor says, I have a disc. I have an MRI. And you know, if you can do some help, if you can do something, that, that's fine. I will work on just about any condition, even if it's, you know, if it's something that I, I, I wouldn't expect to be able to help with. I'm talking disc herniations or other things that you might think. Even if it's a labrum tear or something like that, I'll say, well, look, I'm always willing to give it a try. I'm going to really get a little blur for it. It's a minute and a half blur. Um, it's, it's, it's a guy named Mark Hyman, who's a medical doctor. He's the director of the Cleveland Clinic. He's one of my heroes. Um, I've, I've taken classes with him. He's on a podcast with Tony Robbins. And he's describing um, his treatment of, of a, 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 he describes a client that came in, a patient that came in, and had a had really gone off the deep end in terms of his cognition, his brain function. Had gone to Harvard, the Harvard doctor said, um, get your affairs in order, it's not gonna get any better. Mark said, look, I don't know if I can help you or not, but I'm gonna, let's try a few things. And, and that's, where I, that's the little blurb that I have. And I wanted, I played it for the group yesterday. I left, I left it's on a specific spot and I can't, I, I couldn't find it right off the bat. I wrote, I wrote down the, the where it starts and stops. I actually even recorded it. It's actually recorded on one of the... But anyway, uh, I played it for them yesterday, and I, and I stopped it right then. I stopped it right when he said, I don't know if I can help or not, but let's... And I stopped it. And I said, there it is, guys. There it is. There's one of the top doctors in the country telling his client that he doesn't know whether he can help them or not. I feel like, you know, I feel like when I say, look, everything's an experiment. I've never known, any time I've undertaken treatment with somebody, I've never known whether I can help them. I feel like I say that and guys go, yeah, you know, that's interesting. But to, I just thought it might give it a little added emphasis to hear one of the top doctors in the country flat out say, I don't know, let's give it a try to a client. That's, I thought that was really cool. So um, factors either that are injuring the brain and how do you identify them and get rid of them? And how do you then fix them? I mean, I had a guy the other day, it was a classic story. He was 61 years old, early dementia, didn't remember his wife, uh, couldn't really barely carry on a conversation, 
nonetheless a coherent conversation, couldn't read a clock for five years, uh, and was was so sad. And he was 61 yeah, years old. 60s, and yeah. And he saw the neurologist at Harvard, expert in memory, said, sorry, guy, you know, this is your end of your road. You know, get your affairs in order and just spend as much time with your family as you can. And they, thank God, the wife didn't, you know, didn't sit Did for that. Did not accept that. Yeah. yeah. So they came to see me and I'm like, listen, I don't know if I can help you, but let's just follow these principles and let's see what we find. So we started digging, you know, sort of like going on a, a, a targeted hunt for those tar- targeted factors. We found he had high levels of mercury. He had three different tick infections that were affecting his brain, Lyme disease or Lichia, something else. And he had um, high levels of mold in his environment and he was very high uh, sugar diet, which was causing inflammation in the brain. We know type 3 diabetes are calling Alzheimer's now. He had a bunch of nutritional deficiencies. You know, everything was out of whack, and we just started working on it. And we treated his tick infections. We got getting rid of the mercury. We, we got him off sugar and on a ketogenic diet. We optimized his nutritional status. He came back eight months later, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, he was completely verbal. He could read a clock. He never was forgetting his wife. He talked to his daughter, asked her about what she's doing and her friends and remembered all kinds of stuff. He goes to the doctor and he was completely zombie would go in. Now he knows, oh, I got to bring my ID because I got to get the through the gate and blah, blah, blah. So like, it was just stunning. You know, the wife gave me a bottle of wine saying thanks for giving my husband back, you know, and I think, <laughs> yes. it, you know, we hear these stories, go, oh my God, that's like, you know, an anecdote or it's uh, one in a million. No, this is what we do every day. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll try anything. Uh, and again, I'll say it one more time. I'm generally looking for an improvement in three or four sessions. 50% improvement. Okay, again, I'll say it again. I don't generally find that I need to treat somebody 20 treatments, and then on the 21st, we get, we get it's all better. It, if it's going to be here, if it's going to be, even on a, on a, on a situation like that, I'm going to get some incremental improvement almost from the get-go. That's what I'm looking for. You guys, some of you have heard me describe uh, a, a fellow that came in uh, several years ago now, medical doctor from Mexico. I walked out and, yes, yes, that's the one. She knows, she remembers. I, I think his name was Jorge. And I said, Jorge, and he, a gentleman over there gets up and he holds his arm. And he says, yeah, I'm, I'm right here. So. Brought it back to the room, and I recognized this. And I said, "What's going on?" He said, "My arm is killing me." I, I, I suspected that it was neck, and I said, "Well, try to do this, or try to uh, try to look up to the ceiling." And he does this. Oh! He literally moved his nose a quarter inch, and he goes, "Oh, oh!" I said, "Okay, you got a, You got a cervical disc issue there. You need to do an MRI." He said, I don't want any MRIs. I don't want to go the medical route. I, can, you, can you work on me? I said, I said I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to work on your future and see what we can do, but these are often not responsive to manual therapy. So I started working on it. I worked on it for six months. And at the end, it was in, that was in like January. In June, he had no pain at all in his neck. The body heals. The body, it wasn't you know, me necessarily. It was me trying to work out stuff. My point is, Every time I saw him, he was slightly better. Every time I saw him, he was just slightly better for six months, two or three times a week for six months. And I was willing to keep going, okay? So that's kind of the idea. If, he, if, he would, if I had four or five, six treatments with him with no improvement, 
I was like, all right, we're not making, we're, we're, it's not going to happen. We're, it's just not going to happen. We're not making progress. And believe me, that's, that's happened to me plenty of times. With, with, with all, you know. The next issue that I want to just point out here, I've kind of, I've kind of done this, but this issue of, of ambiguity, this issue of starting treatment and not knowing, um, what, do you, what do you guys think about that? What is, what is, has that been an interesting thing for you to entertain? The idea of, of, entertain, of undertaking treatment and not knowing? Are you, are you getting more comfortable <laughs> treating people with the idea that I don't know if I can help them or not? Let's see. I've been doing know? that all along. It was a nice right. validation. Okay, good. Yeah, very nice validation. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go into this next area. And that is, you get, remember now, this is all about managing the treatment process. You've recommended the treatment program, the client's coming in, okay? That's actually the easy part. The harder part is all the stuff that we're talking about. The client comes in, and it's been, let's say it's four, it's been four treatments, and this is the fifth. And your client says to you, no more pain. Haven't had any pain last, last week. What do you say? Uh, glad to hear that you're feeling that you're doing better. To get longer results, though, like I would recommend Good. setting up a few more sessions. Okay, yeah, well, I know that to get longer results, it doesn't mean that doesn't mean the, the problem is yeah. fixed because those old patterns can set in again. But we're five treatment. Okay. Good. What else? Anything else? I would, you know, it's kind of like the headache thing. It's like when you're working on something and then you leads to something else. It's like, well, I'm glad that's feeling better. Any these other areas that we found, any of those giving you problems, any any new areas you'd like to focus on, kind of see right. how they're feeling about it. Okay. Fifth treatment. You had four treatments. Fifth treatment. No pain. You're doing good. Great. Well, let's uh, let's get you on. The, is, is there anything? Certainly. Is there anything else that you'd like to work on? Where would you like me to focus today? Certainly. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. 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 But what I'd like to do, Stephanie, let's get you on the table. Let's find out how we're doing. Let's find out what how these tissues are. You cannot say anything until you check those tissues. You, and, and what you're looking for is, let's say it's a low back thing, you want to go through the whole protocol. You want to know, is there soreness in any of these areas? If there's no more soreness anywhere, you're good to go. You're good. Okay, so if there is soreness, so let's let's paint let's paint a scenario here. So no soreness, no no. Uh, we're gonna say no pain. Okay, so we're gonna go a couple different ways. Soreness, no soreness. Okay. If you find soreness back in those spots. So it's less than it was before, but there's, yeah, that's still tender, that's still tender. What do you tell the client? Okay, still in dysfunction. So don't know that what you're feeling, that the muscle tissue isn't fully healthy yet. That's what I would do. Yeah. What I would, you go into the education mode. You go into, you're educating the client. Okay, Stephanie. You feel these tissues right here? Mm-hmm. This tells us there's, it's much better than it was, and I think you know that, but there's still some issues here. So we're kind of at a crossroads, Stephanie. Now, I'm sharing with you the way that I do this. 
there is no right or wrong necessarily. It's a personal preference. So much of all of this is a personal preference. I'm just telling you what I do. Okay, so accepting we're kind of at a crossroads here. You have no pain, but there's some issues here with these tissues. You kind of have a choice. We can do a couple more treatments and try to get rid of this of this residual stuff that we that we're finding here. I'd say another two, three, probably another couple sessions or so may do may do the trick and really get rid of the last little bit of this. Or you know you can go ahead and stop treatment now if if, if you so desire. Um, it's really up to you. If you do stop now, just know that there is a possibility. About 75% of the time, the body continues to heal. So if, if, uh, you know, if I checked you three weeks from now, chances are I would find no soreness here. But about 25% of the time, um, the actual symptoms come back. So if it comes back, if you notice that it's starting to bother you again, just come back and we'll, 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 we'll do another treatment or two and, and, and knock it out, kind of like we did this time. Okay? Here's what I don't want to happen. Okay? Here's what I think is really sad. They reach a point where there's no more pain. You just say, maybe, I mean, you know, I don't know what you do. You do a treatment on it. You just give them a massage on it. Maybe you didn't even check the tissues. You just, well, good, let's just do a massage today. Because believe me, if a client comes in and they tell me that they're not hurting, they're going to get the treatment. Okay, They've, they reserve that time for me. We're, it's, not, it's not like I'm just going to say, well, then, see you later, go away. No, we're going to do a treatment on them. It's just a matter of what we're going to do, right? Well, go ahead. Go ahead and lie on the table. We'll just do a very massage day. That's what you want. Good. So you do massage. You set them on their way. Three weeks later, a month later, the client recognizes they're having back pain again or whatever. And they go, oh, crap, it's back. Well, what, what do I do? I tried to massage. That didn't work. Maybe I should go to a chiropractor or you know, a chiropractor didn't work yet. Maybe I should go to my surgeon. I don't want this pain just to keep here. Be here to keep going. See, that's sad to me because the client now thinks soft tissue, that's not going to happen every time. But a, a goodly number, a goodly number of people, that's what they'll do. They'll think if it comes back, well, I tried that, that didn't work. So it's important that you tell them if we don't resolve this issue. Not only that, but even if they resolve it, let them know. It, there's a chance that this could come back at some point. If it does, just come back and we'll give it. Usually a treatment or two will, will, will knock it out, even though it took us five or six to get to this time. One, usually, if it comes back, usually one, one, one treatment, one, maybe two, and, and, and that's, that's the truth. It, it, if they come back, it, it, it goes fast. And, there may, and it may be just a, man, a, a, man, a matter of managing it over time. Maybe you need to come in three or four times a year to keep this at bay, as an example. No pain, and there's still soreness. Then you're going to give them the basically you're going to give them the option for for for, for additional treatment or no or or, or 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 call me call me when call me maybe <laughs> okay <laughs> no, I don't approve of that joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay okay if there's no soreness. You still should let them know about, uh, you know, the possibility uh, of, of recurrence and what they should do. Okay, those are kind of good problems, but still, it's a it's a good problem because they're they're better, and it's just it's like this is just the next step of what you need to be considering. Right? We need to see where you are with the pain, of what we're what was going on. If there's still soreness or inflammation, remember, guys. 
I've talked about this before. My model of soft tissue work, the way that my brain is working here, not that this is the right way to think about it, it's just the way that I think about it. My model about soft tissue work is that when I, when I, when I push on soft tissue, it should not, if it's healthy tissue, that's the that Whoa, it should not be sore. She's got a problem. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but there's a problem. This is what I did. I did that. Does that hurt? No. She feels the pressure, but there's no soreness. You feel soreness? You feel pressure, but no soreness. That's how healthy tissue should be. And I'm always educating my client. When I, it's usually, this is usually the first treatment. I'm treating so when we're getting to know each other, I'm trying to help them understand what I'm doing. I will say, I will say, tell me about this. How, how sore is this? And I'll go, well, yeah, it's sore. You're pushing on it. I'll say, I'll say, well, no, it's not really me pushing that makes it sore. The tissue itself is inflamed. See, when I push over here, I'll go to the other side. What does that feel like? And 70, 80% of the time, they'll say, no, there's no soreness there. Yeah, that's how it should feel. You feel the pressure, but no soreness. Sometimes it is sore, and I'll say, well, that's not a good example, then let me show you. <laughs> no, yeah, thank you. So that when I push there, and sometimes I will find soreness everywhere I push. In that case, we got a whole new ball game. <laughs> what, is, what is it? It's called fibromyalgia. And I often will find fibromyalgia because I was trying to demonstrate to them that it's, it's sore here, but that's not normal. See over here? What? And then I'll go to the obscure things, like an obscure place for soreness. Is, is at the deltoid here, like this here. It's uh, almost never sore. The side of the leg here, the, 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 right here on the, on, this is almost never sore on people. For sure. Yeah. That's obscure. What? What? They're always sore. I was going right to say, there? but not on massage therapists. What? My calves are always sore. Is that sore? Nope. And every sore that does obscure places is your sore. That's not obscure. Do it on her on her legs. Is that sore? <laughs> you and your bicycle legs. Oh. Try her bicycle legs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, that's... Okay, the implications of stopping early, okay? If stopping when the pain goes away. And then... And, and, uh, you may, you may want to give them the option of going until the actual soreness goes away, the dysfunction goes away. Educating your client on that is, is, is the big winner because once they understand that it can come back, yeah. they understand that it takes time to build the pattern yeah. and if yeah. it's not fully healed. Yeah. So they're more likely to understand and come back and yeah. continue that yeah. treatment if they're yeah. educated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to leave that unsaid because then they think if it comes back that, well, maybe it's not, this is not the thing. Uh, dysfunction comes before pain, and pain goes away, and there's still dysfunction. Yes, very good. Ooh, I like that. I like I like that. Just to keep with this idea of ambiguity, there's there's different stages of ambiguity. Meaning, I just, this is kind of to clarify. Nothing new will be said here, but I'll just hopefully say it in a slightly different way. There's ambiguity because when you undertake treatment, you don't know if you can help them at all. There's ambiguity because if you can help them, you don't know how many treatments it'll take. When it goes away, you don't know whether it'll come back again. So there's ambiguity, whether you can help them or not, how many treatments you, uh, it'll take to get them better. There's ambiguity as to whether or not they'll come back. We don't know. 
If it does come back, you don't know how many treatments it'll take then to work on. All we can do is go by the usual and customary the usual. And it, it's just usually much faster when when they come back. I mean, it's so interesting to, they'll come, it might have taken seven or eight treatments to get them out of pain, and two months later, or three months later it comes back, and in two treatments they're better. Like so muscle memory? I don't know what it is, I don't know, I don't know. It's just, it's just not, we haven't let it go on so long, and the body just, the body just responds to it. I don't know, I don't know what, what it is, okay? In my, in my actual notes, color printer, it's in red, this is in red, and it says, that's a lot of experimenting or a lot of ambiguity. And that's what we do, we experiment. That's, that's what we do all day long, we're just experimenting. And we experiment because each client is different in terms of how they respond to treatment. Different problems can cause similar symptoms. I, I say here that you're uncertain and confident at the same time. That's an interesting place to be. You're uncertain and confident at the same time. <clears throat> all right, so. A couple more items for you. If the client asks you to go lighter, go lighter, and, and then just go, go to an education mode. Tell them that, generally speaking, the deeper that we work with you, the, the faster things will resolve. I can go lighter. It just, it just ends up taking a little bit longer. And just let them know that there's a direct relationship between them. Or okay? slower. <laughs> yeah. Um, any, any comments on that? Just go into the education mode with them and tell them. Um, your ability, this is another bullet point, your ability to work deeply with clients and to get results with your clients is a factor of your reputation. So as your reputation builds, you start to get referrals. And what you're going to find is that you get better results with referrals than with people just walking off the street and say, oh, I've been having some soreness, can you help me? Why might that be? I know it's, well, they have an expectation of the type of work you do, and they've heard what to expect or something. Yes. They've got testimonies. Yes, their clients, I'm, I'm sorry, their, whoever referred them, family or friends, has told them about what you do, so, they're, so they're, it's not gonna be a shock. They're gonna be expecting deep work, not only that, but they're going to be expecting a good result because their friend told you about them about you because they got a good result. So they're already predisposed for success, so to speak. They're already predisposed for, if you got success with somebody, it's because you treated them a few times. Okay? You treated them three or four or five times and they got a good result. So guess what else they've told them? It takes three or four or five treatments. It's easy. Once your reputation starts to build, it becomes so much easier to start to get good results so that your confidence starts. So this builds on itself. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You start to get better results. Your own confidence starts to increase. You guys see Ivan's confidence, okay? No. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't always have that, and he'll tell you that. You know, your confidence builds as you start to get results with people, you start to get like, wow, this stuff really, this stuff really works. It's great, you know? Wow. And so your confidence starts to grow. And then, and then the more your confidence grows, remember now, confidence growing is only part of it. 
The other part is your, your, your ability to transfer that confidence. So confidence is just one thing. Somebody might have a great deal of confidence, but if they can't transfer it to the client, or if it transfers as cockiness, that's not going to work either. If it, translate, if it translates to the client in the form of arrogance, like you, arrogance that's not going to work. It's got to come off as a, as a quiet assurance that you have about your work, not cockiness, not arrogance. So there's that transfer, the transfer. So it's kind of like a two-step process. You've got to build that confidence, and then there's a separate <coughs> skill involved in transferring that confidence to the client. As your reputation builds, you, you find that it's so much easier to work with these clients. They come in, they know what I'm going to do, they know that I'm going to be working at a deep level with them. They're not shocked, they know they're going to be sore, the, next, the friend told them all that too. And uh, they know it's going to take four or five, three or four or five treatments, they're not shocked. They come in expecting that. It's just, it's just a wonderful thing, okay? Here's another little bullet point. This next part is an inoculation. I'm, I'm inoculating you guys. My, I'm attempting to inoculate you from discouragement. If you undertake this work, you run the risk of, of making a condition worse, aggravating something. That can be very discouraging to people who are trying to build their confidence and are not quite sure, and they, they, they finally build up enough courage to really get aggressive with somebody, and then they get a complaint. And maybe even, maybe even the manager has to come talk to you. Yeah, that person you're working on, they, they ended up going to the hospital. Okay, I'm, I never want to deal with that. I'm never doing this work. Because quite frankly, that's what happens to some people. They have a, they have a, a situation go south, and they just say, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this. Having a client experience a adverse reaction to your work is part of this work. You, you, it's part of what you're signing up when you sign up to do therapeutic global work. There will be. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Mm -hmm. And it's important you know, that you somehow get in the right headspace for that. Uh, I think the worst thing that, that can happen with folks is that they're shocked. They're shocked, saddened, and dismayed. And that's a function of your expectations, if you think about it. That's, that's, that's kind of what my job is. My job is to help set the proper expectations for you. And if you, if you think that it's all going to be just bunny rabbits and roses, and hearts and chocolates, and thank you cards, well, it's going to be mostly that, but along the way, it'll, it'll be interspersed with, you made it worse. You aggravated the condition, and I'm pissed. It's just, it's just part of this, it's part of it. It's mm -hmm. part of the game. It's part of the... It's happened to me. <laughs> when I got complaints, it was works too deep. All my complaints, yeah. well, there were five in like three years, but it was works yeah. too deep. Made it worse. Here's like, okay. here's here's what I've what I've said about this. As I, as I went through my my time doing this work, I got fewer and fewer complaints. 
And I think it was because I got better and better of recognizing when and when not to get aggressive with people. I got better and better. I was more, the more I, the more I, the further along I went, the more patient I became. Patience is a key here. Because when you're, pa the more you develop your patience, you're willing to let the treatment take a little bit longer and not get so aggressive with them and want it to be done in a treatment or two because you think that they'll only give me a treatment or so I've got to fix everybody in a treatment or two. That you let, that you have patience and let the body heal incrementally. Know that that's only indeed how it ever happens is the body heals incrementally. Have, and, and I say, not only develop confidence in your ability to treat conditions, but develop confidence in the client's willingness to recognize the value of what you're doing and that they will indeed come back and get the treatments. Many of you, you know, you, you kind of in some respects don't know, you know, how amazing you are. And even if you're fairly new at this, you probably have people telling you how how much they enjoy your work, how it's different than most they've ever been to. But even when you're when you're fairly new at this work, it's still very good. It's still very good, and it will get results. So you know, don't feel like you have anything to prove. Kind of try to let that go. Nothing to prove. Just people to help. People to help, and 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 it. it, it is a negative when you try to do it too fast. When you try to do it too much, too much, too fast. Allow it to unfold incrementally. Allow it to fold bit by bit. Allow it to unfold step by step. Yeah, she's saying, so if, if you have a client and they're, they're, you've been working with them, say you're on like session 10, uh, and they're, they're, every time they come back, they're like, yeah, I'm getting a little bit better. You said, is that okay, and when should you like draw oh, yeah. in, right? Yeah, okay, good. Is yeah. that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I wasn't following. I'm willing to treat the client as long as it takes, as long as there's, there's incremental improvement. As long as they're getting better, and they're willing to come in, I'm willing to treat them okay. until, until we fix the problem. And, and sometimes, sometimes we reach a plateau, though, and at that point, we have to decide what we're going to do, whether we want to start doing it on some kind of a, quote, maintenance mode, and then we have to figure out what that is. And, and it could be, you can try different things. You just try, you say, I don't know, let's try every two weeks. You can start out, you can try it, and then if that does well, we can try once a month. If that does well, we try it every two months. Did you have a comment? No, you said it afterwards. Okay. So, yeah, um, the fact of the matter is it takes as long as it takes. Right. And um, now, now, having said that, it's important that you get your own head screwed on straight. And what I mean by that is that this will happen. This happened to me, okay? Uh, this is possible this will happen. I didn't have a coach, though. I had to learn all this stuff just in the trenches, okay? I didn't have anybody that bend down the road and could tell me what to expect. I just had to figure it all out. What you'll find, what I found, whether or not you will, but I might be able to coach you past through this, but what I found is that I would get discouraged if it went on too long. Because I'm, I'm all about 
the results. I mean, I'm crazy about the results. And if it went on too long, the clients would see my frustration, you might say, or my antsiness. And they would try to comfort me. You know, yeah, yeah, they would say, no, it's okay, you know, I'm getting better, I'm okay, I'm all right. <laughs> they would, they would like, they would, they would be almost like they were afraid I was going to cut them loose and I was going to give up. Yes, that's, that's what it is. They were afraid that I was going to give up on them. And they would say, don't, they, would, they didn't say these words, but in essence, they said, don't give up on me. Don't give up on me. I'm getting better. Don't give up on me. Because I was so antsy. Right that they, they picked it up. They picked up on that. Okay, so yeah, be careful. Be careful about that. Be careful about getting discouraged. Be ready for problems. Don't throw the towel in when it does. Just learn from it and move on. Okay, what I was saying is that over time, I feel like I've gotten better and better and got, have gotten fewer and fewer complaints. And it's not, I think it's mainly because I've gotten better at recognizing who I can, who, who I can go deep with, who I can't, you know, that kind of thing. And I've been willing more and more as I, got, as I went along further and further I was willing to just say, you know, um, I, I always did it in a joking way, but like half serious, half joking. Not very often, but occasionally. I would meet somebody who was giving me uh, feet, uh, a pushback on, on the treatment. I would try to explain to them that, you know, that the, more, the deeper I go, and we can go slower if you want, but they were still like not, like they weren't happy with that. They, just did, they didn't seem to like the treatment. Earlier on, I might have tried to force my way through it. I wanted to be the hero, right? But eventually, I came to a position where I was just like, you know what? I don't have to do this. There's other things. You can go to the doctor and get shot, shots for this. You can uh, go and get you know, surgery for this. You can go to physical therapist for this. You can take pain medication for this. I mean, I, you can do nothing for this. I mean, I, I firmly believe that that people have a right to keep their pain. I would, I would jokingly, kind of half jokingly, say that to people. Hey, you can keep your pain. It's, it's like I'm not. It's, it's, all, it's up to you. It's whatever you want to do. If you want to keep it, you can keep it. But this is how I get rid of it. And, and you know, as you, as you go along and you treat people, you tend to get you know, that, that borderlines on the cockiness, probably. But, but you have to do what you have to do to, but to, to, to. to um, you know, to uh, exist, so to speak, or to survive, you know, the craziness of it all, you know. So I would, I would joke with people, and, and I got to where I felt like I don't, I don't, need, I don't need this kind of a thing. You know, we all, you, all, you all have different versions of that in your own practice, you know. I got to where I felt like I could pick and choose who I worked on, who I didn't work on, and, and, and I, I got to where I felt like, you know, I just don't want to work with those kind of people. And, and so that, that, I think that ups your, your averages as well.